This is West Coast Fog. It's August 1982, and we're in the Sunset District of San Francisco, down by the beach. It's about noon, pretty warm, but a little bit foggy. We're right where the trains turn around, the end of the line, the in Judah. And there's a lot of people spilling out of the old concrete pedestrian tunnel that goes under the Great Highway and out to the beach. It's a lot more people than you would normally see around here on a regular day. And a lot of them are dressed up in colorful outfits. Now there's a train pulling up and the door is just opening. A bunch more people are coming out and moving over towards the tunnel. It's pretty packed in there now. A couple hundred people maybe. And there's a sound emerging. You can hear it from way across the street over here. It's kind of like a low, continuous thrum of human voices. Welcome to the tunnel hum. They came in slippers, sandals, and silks. They carried babies, balloons, banners, and bones. They stood, kneeled, danced, touched, and tapped, reported the San Francisco Examiner but mostly they just hummed. The leader, a woman with eyes ringed by mascara and dressed in black pants sprayed with glitter and cheeks painted in paisley spirals of gold, swayed up and back, clacking two gray stones together in whatever rhythm moved her. She sambaed her way into the mouth of the tunnel, followed by a dozen dancers wearing ritualistic masks, cow skeletons, porcelain wind chimes, and feather-crusted brown sculptures that resembled the headdress of Star Wars Darth Vader. Dogs were too shocked to bark. Babies didn't cry. Her followers shook their wind chimes and rang their bells. Their masks threw gruesome shadows on the walls. It went on for nearly an hour, the sound so strong it almost seemed to be supporting the tunnel walls. And when it ended, Clumps of happy-faced hummers collapsed in the warm sand outside. It's a point of connection between people, said one participant. It sends an incredible sound out to the universe, asking for peace and love. This is West Coast Fog. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to spend the next oh, almost an hour with Bonnie Barnett. the composer and promoter of these public hums. She's organized close to a hundred of them beginning in the early 80s and continuing to this day. Sometimes they're in tunnels to take advantage of the natural residents. Sometimes they're in a church, a mall, even in an airplane. A few took place in more than one place at a time with the video phone technology linking and even mixing the sounds of the Hummers from as far away as Paris, Utrecht, Holland, Santa Monica, and New Hampshire for live radio broadcasts. But what exactly are we talking about? What exactly happens at a hum? 
Well, the first thing you got to do is get people there. The one in the tunnel at the end of Judah Street was this, actually the second tunnel home. The first had happened almost a year earlier as part of the New Music America Festival in the Bay Area. People like Terry Riley and Maggie Payne were performing in venues all over town. Brian Eno presented his music for museums at the Berkeley Museum. Bill Fontana was doing his foghorn thing in the Bay. And I think the wave organ down in the marina was built for this festival. Anyway, Bonnie submitted a proposal to do a home down by the beach, and the committee said, sure, why not? It became part of the festival's official program and was a well-attended and well-received success. Second, you have to get people to hum or sing or whatever they do. There are no notated musical scores. Usually Bonnie will give an introduction. We'll hear one of those in a minute. Sometimes there's even a printed performance instruction leaflet providing the initial vowel and general performance directions. But it depends on the energy of the moment, she told us. You don't have to choose to do anything. Just keep breathing and sounding and allow it to unfold. Once it gets going, there becomes a connection to the group that is very intense and nonverbal. It's like we have all jumped on the same speeding train. The first tunnel hum was in A-flat because Bonnie's tests showed that it made the tunnel vibrate the best. But the second year, everyone just began humming spontaneously in E. It just came out that way. Usually there are some musicians present as well to begin a little drone. Otherwise, the hummers tend to drift off into different keys. People like Ramon Sender have done it on the accordion, or Candice Natvig and John English on violin and trombone. In New York, Bonnie's friend Daniel Good acted as a performance leader because Bonnie was humming from another city. Bonnie was a member of Kenneth Gaburo's New Music Ensemble at the University of Illinois in the mid-60s. It was very radical in its day, Bonnie reminds us, with graphic scores, a combination of live vocals and electronics, even video-visual components. It got her off the classical track she had been on, and she never looked back. When Gaburo took a job at the University of San Diego in 1968, Bonnie went along, enrolling in the master's program there. She became Pauline Olivero's teaching assistant, participating in her vocal meditation women's group, which became the women's ensemble, and eventually became what she called her sonic meditations. After graduation, Bonnie moved north to San Francisco and was hosting the long-running Focus on Women in Music program on KPFA. She met Starhawk from the Reclaiming Group, a collective of women who combine spiritual and political actions. They're all witches, priestesses of the ancient religions of the goddess. Bonnie became their composer and teacher of vocal resonance helping them with their first spiral dance ritual, which incorporated music, dancing, masks, costumes, and banners. 
reclaiming, in turn, participated in the early hums, providing costumes, energy, and spectacle. The ocean is the beginning of the earth. All life comes from the sea. But I bet you guys want to hear a real hum, right? This is the tunnel hum 1984. Feel free to hum along at home if you want. I was reading something by Alvin Curran where he was talking about collective vocal music and he's talking about having long debates on who is and who is not a musician, who can sit in and who can't. Ultimately, he decided that the deep eternal mysteries of music making are accessible to anyone who is willing to sing and listen. It's about connection through the most basic method of sound. To bring the world together in harmony, says Bonnie, that's always been my goal. Live via satellite from San Francisco, Seattle, and New York, this is Tunnel Hum 1984, an improvised vocal transcontinental radio event with composer and producer Bonnie Barnett. This is Catherine Lumens with Stephen Hill and a group of about 300 people in a large resonant and closed pier in San Francisco inviting you to listen and join into this hour-long hum-along. Tunnel Hum 1984 is funded in part by the National Endowment for the Arts, Media Arts Radio Programs. Before we go to Bonnie Barnett for the opening meditation, Stephen Hill is going to give us a better idea of how these three simultaneous hums are being linked into one. As Catherine mentioned, today's event will be coming to you live and broadcast simultaneously from San Francisco, New York City, and Seattle, Washington in high-quality stereo via our contemporary magic of satellite communication. As you might imagine, a coast-to-coast audio link-up such as this requires a considerable technical facility, so I'll take a moment now to describe to you the way this is accomplished. The sound originating at the auditorium of PS41 in New York City is sent by telephone lines to WBAI-FM and from there downtown to WNYC-FM. It's then uplinked, or transmitted by microwave radio, some 22,000 miles into space to the Westar 4 satellite stationed over the equator. It's then transmitted back down 22,000 miles to San Francisco, where it's received here at the KQED-FM satellite room. The same thing happens with the sound of the Seattle group, but without the phone line since the performance is taking place at KUOW-FM in Seattle. The signal's also being sent on a 44,000-mile round trip from Seattle to West R4 and then back to San Francisco. Here in San Francisco, we're about a mile from the Golden Gate Bridge in the cavernous Pier 2 at Fort Mason and Old Army Base, which is about as large as two football fields set end-to-end. The sound from Fort Mason is sent by telephone lines back to KQED-FM, where Everything comes together at the KQED satellite room. There, with a twist of the wrist, engineer Howard Gelman is able to mix the three stereo signals together. Let's take a moment to listen now to each one separately. First from New York. 
Now from Seattle, Washington. And finally from here in San Francisco. And finally the stereo mix of all three locations brought together. final stereo signal is sent on a one last 44,000 mile journey into space. It's the final stage in our six channel stereo mix of live Hummers. A total of over 130,000 miles of microwave radio transmission on the NPR satellite, all to bring you Tunnel Hum 1984. And Stephen, we should also mention that there are non-radio Hummers in other American cities, as well as in Germany, Spain, Holland, and Italy, who have gathered together to hum along as well. Now, with all of that in the back of our minds, we're ready to begin the hum here in San Francisco. Here is composer, producer, and tunnel hum group leader, Bonnie Barnett. Welcome, everyone, to Tunnel Hum 1984. As we stand in a circle, Sunday noon, September 30th in San Francisco, close your eyes for a moment and imagine other circles of Hummers at PS41 in Greenwich Village in New York, at the Communications Building at the University of Washington in Seattle, in Los Angeles, in Houston, in Sharon, New Hampshire, in Utrecht, Holland, 9 p.m. Sunday night, in London, England, 8 p.m. Sunday night, in Sydney and Melbourne, Australia, 5 a.m. Monday morning at this moment, all breathing together, all getting ready to sing together, and take a moment as your eyes are closed, as you feel the energy of all of these people around the earth. Let your breath fall into the ground as you exhale. Let all your cares, let all your thoughts drain into the ground as you exhale, sinking deeper into the ground toward the center of the earth like roots of trees. And as your breath falls to the center of the earth, feel the warmth at the center. As you inhale breath from the warm center of the earth, feel the breath warm up through your roots, up through your legs, rising like sap as you inhale, branches reaching out from the tops of your shoulders, reaching out leafy green as you exhale, a gentle wind moves the branches, intertwining all the trees in the circle, all the singers in the circle, Visualize your breath going to the midpoint 
of a great global circle, all our breaths melting, meshing, mixing, in the center point, gathering energy, becoming a big wheel of breath. And as you breathe and feel all of the people breathing together, begin to listen. Listen to the tone E-flat as we begin with the accordion, the strings, Listen to the E-flat, feel the tonality, feel the harmony. Imagine you can feel this vibration through your breath, through your visualization. And as this E-flat continues, the processional members, the people who have hummed before, begin singing along with this instrumentation. Everyone listening to the voices slowly adding to the instruments, feeling the buzz of the vocal vibration. And as this tone permeates all of the spaces in all of the cities, hold in your minds the thought that as we begin singing, we will keep up the E-flat tonality for at least an hour. I'd like to invite the live events to keep on going past the broadcast time to continue singing until everyone else has stopped. And as you feel your breath wanting to become tone, begin to join your voice with all of the voices blending together at this moment.